Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Amazing. Grace Kim is an LPGA winner in just her third start as a rookie. Uh, well, what a moment that was in Hawaii at the Hoakalei Country Club. The first hole of a three-player playoff. Grace, Hole, uh, Grace Kim holds the putt to win her first LPGA event in just her third attempt, as you hear there, to take out the Lottie Championship. Had to birdie 17 and 18 just to make the playoff against Yu Liu from China and Sung Yu Jin from South Korea. And that locks her in to the LPGA for at least the next two years. Nick Ahern and I have been speaking a lot about Grace Kim as a star of the future. And uh, what a way to bring up your first win that was. And she's been good enough to jump on the phone with us to talk all about it from LA. Grace, hello to you. Hey, Sam. How are you? Well, I'm good, but I'm just not a couple of weeks on from my first ever LPGA win. So I can only imagine, how does that feel for you to hear that again? I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's surreal. Like, I really just can't believe I got it done. You know, it's probably the best thing can that can happen as a rookie, especially on the LPGA, because it's um, pretty cutthroat. So, yeah, I just, I still don't really know what exactly happened. Well, talk to us about what exactly happened. When you're walking from 16 to 17, did you know the equation that was in front of you? Did you know what you needed to do to put yourself in contention? Well, yes, I guess I had an idea of where I was sitting. Um, but, like, it obviously didn't take me by surprise to see the leaderboard that, you know, I was two shots back. So I guess I gave it my all. Um after I hold my birdie part on 17, I told my caddy that we've got a chance. So 18 was, um, I guess, a par five where you're kind of, if you make par and you walk away, it's kind of disappointing. So I knew I had to birdie, uh, which I did, was, which was really nice. But, um, yeah, like I, it just happened so quickly. So it was really hard for me to comprehend everything. So, yeah. What I've, I'm going to get to where I first got to watch you and commentate you play. And one thing I noticed about you is that your demeanor doesn't ever really change. You seem so cool and calm and collected. Is that how you felt or was it a bit like the duck? You were paddling furiously below the hearts racing when on the surface, everything looked calm um, and collected. I would say that that week I've, been the calmest ever and I guess that's kind of the recipe of success but it's just insane how um, I'm I'm taken by surprise as to how well I manage myself physically and mentally especially Mm. mentally during the week I think I really just tried to play um, each hole as cliche as it sounds like each hole with my caddy a shot at a time and I just don't know how I can replicate that but I've been trying so yeah <laughs> so you you took the aggressive line uh on the first hole of the playoff where the two players that you were playing against they played the percentages was that 
the tactic going in or did you just think, well, if you're going to go there, then I might as well, I'm going to try and win it here. What was the thought process behind the decision-making on that playoff hole? So my caddy, Mikey, and I, you know, chatted through as we do normally uh, with any shot. We wanted to have a good go, so my aggressive line was at the pin. But during the week, we've always just kind of gone left. Um, If it goes in a bunker, it's fine. Long left isn't ideal. Short left is probably the best spot for any pin, really. But I guess we were there to win. So my aggressive line was the pin. And I do have to admit (laughs) that I pushed it right and I got really lucky. So, yeah, I probably won't be able to do that again. Don't ever do... Now, Cam Smith made that mistake when he won the players with that shot. I think it was 17 on the feature hole, the, the par three. One of the greatest shots ever. And he said he didn't actually mean it. Don't do that. Don't don't admit that ever, Grace. <laughs> well, if I'm alongside Cam, I, I think I've done my part. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, um, you did something that... I, I, I've read your Golf New South Wales bio and you actually list Hannah Green, Minji Lee, um, Kari Webb uh, and Lydia Ko as your inspirations. Um, you won the Kari Webb Scholarship four times and you now play alongside Hannah Green, Minji Lee and Lydia Ko. Minji won the event that you did, the Lottie Championship back in 2016. What does it mean to you playing with the, the women and against the women that have inspired you and now emulating some of their feats? I think that's kind of the hard part for me to really, um, I guess, take in at the fact that I've gotten this far already and, you know, been really lucky with my win already. Like I still, I still feel like a baby out here, like a proper rookie, which I am, but Mm. having that win under my belt, I mean, it doesn't change who I am. I still feel like I'm, you know, so many steps behind them. Um, But to be able to play alongside them now um, is just, it's just obviously something that I really looked up to, but I really just can't believe it, to be honest. So we're speaking to Grace Kim on Off the Tee. Grace, how did you find golf? What's your journey uh, into golf? So my dad introduced me to the game of golf. I didn't, I would say I didn't really like it the first two years. (laughs) Um, I just, you know, wanted to play with my friends after school because I started when I was about 10 and that's kind of where, you know, you know, school's fun. You just kind of, mm. you know, listen to your teachers here and there, but it's more about recess and lunchtime, after-school playtime. So that's kind of what I wanted to do. But instead, Dad took me to the bloody driving range <laughs> where you stand still and hit these balls. Um, but, you know, he pushed me the right amount to the point where I really started to understand what golf meant for my life. You know, you learn a lot of lessons, um, not just golf-related, but life-related as well. So... You know, I I think I I'm very grateful that I've gotten this far, and I'm hopefully you know be hopefully do even better. But um, yeah, I guess credit all credits to Dad because I didn't really understand golf at the start, but once I started winning all these like junior age groups, I'm like, okay, this is what winning tastes like. So yeah. Do you remember the moment when you fell in love with it? Do you remember the moment when it, it all sort of clicked for you and you went, oh, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I want to be. This is what I want to be doing. I think the biggest, um, I guess, eye-opener for me was when I won the Australian Girls Junior in 2017. I still didn't understand what tournament golf was all about, and I believe I birdied the last hole to win the event, which got me a start into the Aussie Open. Um, that was 
2018, I believe, and it was at Kiyonga, so it was easy for me. Um, you know, being in the field with these big names, you know, being um, in one of the feature groups with Alison Lee, and um, I think, I can't exactly remember who it was, but it was just like insane to be able to see Nelly Corder and Jess Corder just walk by me, and I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> But to be able to obviously earn that spot was when I was like, okay, this is, um, I guess, my life now. So, yeah. You've had a stellar junior and amateur career, a long list of wins, achievements. It's a mile long. I don't have time to go through it all. But the Australian women's amateur, the back-to-back New South Wales amateurs, the 2018 Youth Olympics for Australia, the four Curry Webb scholarships, uh, as I mentioned, which is awarded for performance in, in that series named after her and being the highest-placed amateur in the rankings. You won the TPS as an amateur, went back and won it when you turned pro. I commentated, though, the first event that I think it was that you played as a pro, and you played it against the blokes. The Western Plains Open in Dubbo, where you only you came second by just one shot to eventual Daniel Gale, uh, eventual winner Daniel Gale. What, how I remember watching that thing, and this is quite significant here. We've started to see a bit of, um, you know, women's and men's events coexisting together and being really competitive, and how big an advancement that is in the game. But I remember watching you go around and thought, I think we're witnessing something really special here. What was that tournament for you? And and how significant was it for you going head-to-head with the blokes and beating all of them except one? I loved it. I Obviously, I, I didn't exactly tee off the same tees as them. Um, but to be able to play against the guys is always so much fun. I love beating them. That's the only part, really. Um I also had a like a money match going with Daniel Gale you that did. week, so it was just <laughs> yeah, it was for twenty bucks, and he bloody got me. So, um, it, yeah, no, it was great fun. He obviously made it um, enjoyable for me, but I think playing with the guys, obviously, their game's so different. So it really puts my mind into you know just my own game, which is obviously key in any part of a tournament, but just. It was a lot more easier and a lot. I think it freed my mind a lot. Um, I think that's why I kind of enjoy the mixed events, like the TPS events. So, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to hopefully some more mixed events. So talk to us about the future for Grace Kim. Um, unfortunately, you, you didn't make the International Crown team and you were duking it out, really, I think, with Sarah Kemp for that final spot and I know that'd be a bitter pill for you to swallow especially given that two of the people playing are two of the people you point to as your idols and inspiration in Hannah um, and Minji but you've got um, some big events coming up New Jersey next and then um, some other majors to come uh, where do you feel like you're at and what do you feel like the future holds and, and I suppose was it are you okay with the fact that the international crown didn't happen for you this year yeah you know as as a rookie, I'm honestly just going to take in um, whatever comes my way. Um, Kempy, Sarah Kemp deserves it as much as mm. anyone did. Like, she obviously has been out here for longer than I have. So I really, I'm really happy for the, her. Um, and I know she was, you know, really looking forward to it from the, from last year. So um, I'm really excited for the Australian team this week. Um, I wasn't expecting it. So honestly, if I did get in, it was just a cherry on top. I'm happy to get a win instead of um, an international crown. So it's honestly fine by me. Um, yep. But with that, with saying that, like obviously I've now got the flexibility of, um, you know, picking picking and choosing the tournaments I want to and I don't want to play, which is great. But at the same time, I don't want that 
to be, um, I guess, like a a step back. Like I obviously mm. just want to keep going. Um, you know, like I've come into this year to America knowing that I'm not going home until November. Um, and, you know, just kind of stepping on the accelerator and just going all, all, um, all gas, really. So um, I just want to make sure that I play the best possible with every opportunity that comes my way. But in saying that, being appropriate with my decisions of, you know, playing which tournaments and not playing which tournaments to have an off week and, yeah, really looking after myself to be able to perform the best possible. Well, you're experiencing just about everything that professional golf life has to offer. You've you've won a tournament, which is incredible, in your third start. There's been a couple of miscuts since, and I know you would have been disappointed with the Chevron, especially given it's a major. But, you know, you've got status for the next two years, so you know what your future holds. Your rankings um, inside the top 90 now, I think 84 when I checked last night. So you're getting all of it um, all at once, and we can't wait to see where the journey takes you next and, and how far it goes. And, and we're just so proud of what you're achieving and um we can't wait to, to see what's next for you grace thanks so much for being with us on off the tee thank you guys cheers sam